during the last episode we we talked about the, the tree of life the tree of the knowledge of good and, good and evil um, we talked about Eden <coughs> the garden and a lot of the things that happened there uh, Ardy has this note she she's been keeping on the book of Genesis I don't know do yeah, you want to go grab yeah, it? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, when I think of fellowship, and I'm in this space right now where I feel like my fellowship is not as rich, um, and I would explain, as rich as it can be. Um, and, yeah, so when you think about fellowship, right, and I know... I, I try to maybe put my head in the frame of if you've been going to church and that's all you know, like what would you think about when you think about fellowship? You're probably going to be thinking about this very distant thing, mm-hmm. you know, with this very distant being that's somewhere up. Whether you, you're consciously thinking of that or like it's a subconscious mm-hmm. way you perceive fellowship, right? But fellowship or relationship, as I would call it, you know, it's basically I spend time with a person mm-hmm. right I yeah. fellowship with a person like a fellowship with a human right so we don't use this this words every day mm-hmm. in our everyday speak so it sounds very you know we put it in the Christian box as soon as we say fellowship yeah exactly mm-hmm. you know so I fellowship with a, with a human I fellowship with already and the more I fellowship with already the more I get to know her and when I say fellowship with already I don't mean that we're singing songs you know that, that that's not what I mean <laughs> So I fellowship with already. Um, I fellowship with my mom. I fellowship with the people I meet. I fellowship with my colleagues, you know. And depending on the extent of that fellowship, right, would determine like the depth of the relationship I have. Mm. Um, so backtracking a bit and going to the first book of the Bible, mm. um, Genesis. So here we have this person saying, let us make man in our own image, Mm. in our own likeness, Mm. and let him have dominion. Like, the question is, why is this person coming up with this idea of making man? What is the purpose for which he wants to make man, right? Or what benefit is making man to this person, Mm. right? Who is saying, let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness, in our own dominion. Um, so when you more or less fast forward a bit, right, and you go to um, the garden, right, so before we talk about what Adam or Eve did and what they did not do, you hear that, and a voice came walking in the cool of the day. Mm. One of the assumptions I've made, um, and might be a right or wrong assumption, is that was not the first time the voice came walking of the day mm. right um, for Adam when the voice called out Adam where are you right for Adam to go hide you know it was Adam, familiar he was familiar was like I heard your voice yeah and I hid myself mm. you know so yes this man who I said let us make man in our own image in our own likeness right let him have to be and that's the thing that man is called learning how to dominion. So I'm literally going to create this whole world mm. and I'm going to put it under the dominion of this my image right. that I'm creating. But you fast forward and you see this person coming to have 
fellowship with the man he has created. Right? It's literally coming to have fellowship. And the truth is, that has not changed. Yeah. Right? Mm, yeah. Um, you still get that pang in your spirit. You know? Now, backtracking again to last the last episode, right? If you... If you like Adam, if you feel like you've done something that's not right, you're going to hide. You're going to hide. You're going to go hide, mm-hmm. right? And that's when we start saying, "My fellowship is not good. My fellowship is there." But yes, the same man who's still coming and saying, "Adam, where are you?" Mm-hmm. Do you think he did not know? Mm-hmm. You know. So, firstly, let us move away from the idea of fellowship as this distant thing mm. you know between this being a person that's somewhere up Far. beyond the clouds we know what's beyond the clouds you know it's a, it's a stratosphere <laughs> and everything is <laughs> you know we know what's beyond so there's some looking up beyond the clouds and say fellowship you know mm. um, and let us start to think of fellowship as between two people who care about each other. Yeah. Right. There's one who is always there. Like is he has proved his faithfulness over and over and over and over again in my life. Right. Is constantly there. If I will I'm not gonna say Abba or Father or Lord. It's right there. Right in that moment. Yeah like right in that moment. Mm. Right. So what is fellowship are they? Wow, as you have finished saying it now, what's that left? <laughs> um, so I, I I totally agree, totally agree. And, and you see, I'm of the opinion that, just like Uber was talking about Genesis, that from the very first page of the Bible, God's heart or God's the position of God's heart has always been towards fellowship. He's always wanted that companionship with mm. humanity, that relationship with humanity. We are the ones who shy away from it mm-hmm. because we've been sold this idea of a very scary God. Mm-hmm. God is powerful. He's fire, brilliant, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that side of God comes up when he wants to defend his beloved mm. he is not that's not the first thing you would see about god the first thing you will see about god is compassion mm. Mm. that's the first that modern being a mom that attribute of motherhood mm-hmm. it's the first thing you would see about god so it's always been his heart desire that we are in relationship with him. I mean, look at Jesus. Jesus could easily have come to the world and done ministry by himself. He easily could have, you know, taught the disciples in the classroom and said to them, here, this is the syllabus, here's the curriculum. I'm going to teach you this in one week and then I'm going to leave you, go to the next one. No, but for three years, he had these followers whom he developed a bond with. And you can see all through the scriptures of him, you know, 
chilling with them, dining with them as he was teaching them. So I feel like God's, God is always inviting us to that place of fellowship with him where you can be yourself. Because the more you get to know him, the more you spend time with a person, the more comfortable you are with that person because trust is building. You're getting to know the person and your trust, the trust, the trust you have with the person is building and then you can, you learn to be yourself. And that's what God wants from us. God doesn't want us to be shielded like Adam was, who went to hide and says, oh, I'm naked, that's why I'm hiding. God wants us to be vulnerable. God wants us to be there um, before him. So for me, fellowship is just getting to that place where I recognize that I'm in a relationship with this God. He is like right here with me all the time. And being aware of that means that I have to acknowledge him all the time. I have to speak to this person, I have to consult this person, I have to spend time with this person, I have to get to know this person. Um, and what that has done in my walk with God is it's, it's brought me to a place of, I don't think there's anything I can hide from God. <laughs> You know, get out of bad reach. I don't think there's any. I think I got to that place where I'm like, you know what, God, I'm all, this thing, this is how he's feeling right now, and this is what I'm struggling with, and this is how this is. Because I've grown in communion with God, and I kind of understand his heart desire towards me. Mm -hmm. I don't know about anybody else. Mm -hmm. His heart desire towards me. And because I know what his heart desire towards me is, I'm able to be vulnerable with him. It's like a relationship when you spend time with a person and you get to see the person's true intent towards you, what mm -hmm. the person's heart's intentions are towards you. It determines how you react mm -hmm. or respond to the person. Mm -hmm. So if I, if I spend time with a person and I realize that, man, this person's um, true intent towards me is negative, mm -hmm. I would back away. I would, mm. I would, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know when you're smiling, I, I would love you from afar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but I, I'm still learning, I'm still on the journey of, you know, what do you call it again, life is about relationships. <laughs> but if I realize, so, so here's the thing, if I know that your intention towards me, <laughs> this is very long conversation. This is very long conversation. Yeah. But if I realize that your intent towards me is is good, um, there's a, there's there's a certain way I would respond to you. Um, yeah, because I can trust you. You know, like the, the, what comes to mind are two two scenes in the Bible, and the scenes are with uh, Peter. Um, the first scene is after Jesus performs the miracle in the boat mm, okay. right and uh, peter says depart from me we literally see adam all over again yeah depart I, from yeah. me i'm a I'm sinful naked. man yeah. right mm. adam said i'm naked this is i'm a sinful man mm. right um but then we see a seventh scene uh and this is just as you said you know this heart of god right? jesus exemplifies it right 
that wants to love and wants to fellowship. Yeah. Right. And he's the one who pulls us into fellowship yes, with him. He's the one that says to Peter, come. you think you're a sinful man. Mm. Yeah, come like that. Mm. Yeah. You know. Um, and at the end of the fellowship, and actually it's at this point that Peter has done something wrong, right? Which is deny him. Right. And Jesus has reconciled whatever happened there, we're not we're not um given the information in the Bible. Mm. But Peter, Jesus is at the shore, right? And he calls out to the people who are fishing and says to them, have you guys caught anything? Mm. And someone recognized, I think it was John who recognized and says, that is the master. And all of a sudden, Peter could not wait to get him. Peter jumped into the water and swam to him. <laughs> you know, so yes, this two, yeah, this two contrasts. So the first time prior to fellowship, he did not know the man and he thought the man was there to judge him. Mm. So he says to him, depart from me. Mm. I am a sinful man. But he has this other contrast when he has now spent time. And what does fellowship look like? It's literally them spending time talking to each other, getting to know each other's disposition, each other's topic. Like I asked her every time, why are you thinking that way? You know, that's fellowship. Um, getting to know each other's hearts, getting to know each other's perspective about a topic. So what Peter has found out about Christ is his heart. Is his heart and it's such that when he sees him at the shore, he's going to jump out of that boat and swing towards him. That's so profound. That's so, so, so profound. Just these two scenarios. Like the before he actually knew the guy and and after actually knowing Jesus. That's, That's amazing. That's simply amazing. I think we need to start teaching. Um, we need to speak about that a little bit more because I feel like we've 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 created this image of God that really does scare people away. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, it did at first, just before God, just like Jesus did with Peter before He pulled me in to say, "You know, you will know whether you like it or not, like fire." <laughs> You know, and I really got to see his his real. What does that heart. look like? Sorry, what does that? So for Peter, we know that he, there was a physical Jesus we spent time. Mm. But what did, what did it look like for you to for that, for that fellowship for you to get to know him in that way? So I feel okay for me. It was it was just one day just realizing that yo, this guy just wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think you know when you're in. It, really dark moments and you just he just does things little bits of things here and there sends people your way um answers prayers that you're not even praying about i mean you think about something in your heart and then you know he gets it done literally grab your attention from every single place um and you know one day i just said okay (laughs) i i see yeah okay all right you're here I, i get it you know um, and it wasn't like I wasn't so. I mean, I've been a Christian all my life. Mm. I've, I've known God all my life. I grew up in Christian home, praying fire down kind of house. But we were thought the God of the sky, mm-hmm. of the status. Yeah, the God who is a demon destroyer. That's <laughs> all we thought. We weren't privileged to know that God is a God that communicates. Mm. For us, it was just pray the answers Mm. in whatever way, wherever Mm. the prayer is going. But then I now got to the place where I was really in a really dark place and I needed, 
I needed more. Mm. I needed beyond human comfort. Mm. I needed something more. I knew that there was a void that only something supernatural could fill. Mm. And so I started asking questions, not even directly to God, but I just started asking myself questions, you know. And somehow, God started answering the questions of my heart. Mm. Like showing me that, hey, look, yeah, I, I, I created, I mean, I couldn't destroy these demons in a heartbeat, but then that's not all, that, that's not all about me. There's so much more. There is fellowship. There's me wanting to be a part of your everyday life. There's me wanting to tell you how to dress and not tell you how to dress. There's me wanting to be your dad, your mom, your everything, really. And he just pulled me from everywhere. Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I see, I see a theme, yeah. Um, and again, going back to last, the last episode we had. So we're basically saying, so for Peter to say, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. Peter has definitely taken some actions, right? As judged for himself what is good and evil, and it has blown up in his face for him to say, I'm a sinful man. Yeah. You know, for you, whatever that darkness represents, you're obviously taking some actions yeah. also. You've judged for yourself some things, what is good and evil, mm. and it's blown up in your face. Mm. For Adam, it's, it's clear. He ate of the tree of... He ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, mm. right? And Abba still showed up, that voice that mm. came walking still mm. showed up. And what you would see that voice doing actually is him staying in land to cover Adam cover. Yes. properly. Yes. Right. So there's this theme here of just because you've done this thing where you've judged for yourself what is good and evil, and there's been a negative consequence. Mm. Fellowship is never broken. Mm. You know, um, when I was younger, I, a lot younger, um, you know, we had to do a bit some some things, you know, pray rosary, and all of those things. Um, but fellowship is never broken. If in that minute you literally say, "Abba," mm. yes, he is there. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. It is there. Mm. And I think of I think of Judas. If he had actually come back, he probably would have been forgiven. You know, and I and I don't want us to, you know, think of this thing from a very from a religious you know, like don't think of Judas and think about it with the mind of like yes. just think about it as humans, they are people. Yeah. These are people with emotions, with will, uh, with a mind. It could right. have been anybody. It, it could have been anybody, right? Yeah. Um, so Judas judged for himself. And, mm. and I would make the assumption that he probably thought Jesus would not be killed. Yes. You know? So because he, he took it back now. Yeah. He took the coins back. He said this was not worth yeah. it. Yeah. So he, so he literally, in his mind, in his calculating mind, he judged for himself, yeah. I can make a buck, right, without any wahala. Mm. You know? Mm. And when that defining for himself what is good and evil blew up in his face. Mm. Instead of saying, I am here. Mm. He said, depart from me. You know? He not only said, depart from me, he literally made another choice of good and evil. Mm. That the choice to make here, what is good to do here, is for me to take my life. Mm. Mm. Don't take your life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's not, like, it could be in a figurative way, don't, take your life, don't walk away, 
Mm. His heart is still, as I'm sure you would hear it if you don't push it out and make your ears deaf to it. Yeah. His heart is still calling out to yours. Yeah. Right? Mm. His heart is still calling out to yours. He literally said to the man who had said, Depart from me, I am an evil man. He says, Come on, I'll make you fishers of men. Is there something you should pray? Okay. Um, so we'll just say a short prayer. Lord Jesus, have a sweet Holy Spirit. We thank you. I personally have not known a love like this. Um, but you never leave. You never turn your back. You're always here. Father, we pray, Lord King of Glory, um, in whatever way we've made our eyes blind to that truth, not just for us, but for every other person who's listening, in whatever way we've deafened our ears to your voice that calls to us, in whatever way we've hardened our hearts to your prompting, that, O Lord King of Glory, let the scales fall off, let our ears be open. Let our hearts be made soft. That we'll receive your fellowship, the fellowship of a lover, Amen. the fellowship of a father, the fellowship of a mother, the fellowship of the one who never gives up on us. Amen. Thank you, Abba, for I pray for the one who's listening, who's saying to themselves, but I've not seen your grace. I've not seen the truth. I have not seen you pulling at my heartstrings. That you, Lord King of Glory, that this one will start to see now. And that, Lord King of Glory, you will bring them to the point, Lord King of Glory, where they truly know you. Mm-hmm. Where they truly know your heart. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See you guys next time. See you next time. Bye.